The views, opinions, and content of the show hosts and their guests appearing on America's Web Radio are their own and do not necessarily reflect those of the station. You're listening to America's Web Radio on the AmericasBroadcastNetwork.com. Thank you for listening. Good afternoon, good afternoon, Dave and everybody else in America and all over the planet. For those of you who are on the planet, and for those of you who are catching this out in outer space, congratulations for finding our show. Thanks for listening in. And send us a donation from space if you can. So, without any further ado, let me bring you Rhyme Time in Bite of Reality World. Ah, there goes another week, with the Biden administration still lost and their policies are still very weak. A day late, ineffective, and way too lost. It's as if Biden, the Democrats, don't care what it costs. This week's for Republicans has been fun. Biden's Democrats are on the run. It's not too late to change the direction. We can vote the Dems out at this midterm election. Don't worry, PA, if you vote Fetterman. With his diminished capacity, he'll be perfect fit right in in D.C. Pelosi, remember, says you have to pass it to see what's in it. Who cares if his brain is functioning like a flea? So Biden thinks we are at the brink. And Armageddon, he does think. Biden has no clue and his policies do suck. If we elect more Democrats than America, it's your own fault. Good luck. But why is Biden now so outspoken? Without having a clue how to fix it. His foreign policy, that is broken. This in all respects a bunch of idiots in charge. So many mistakes have been made, the results, they loom large. The world's existence is at stake. Forget climate change, you knuckleheads. If the nuclear war occurs, the world it will bake. If you plan, if your plan is to end fossil fuels, with a nuclear war, you'll be a bunch of fuel. Fools. A mean tweet or two is preferred to nuclear destruction, with just patently absurd. Let me see. Buy a missile. Buy some gas. It's all costing America a world that just can't last. 34% increased murder rate since Biden got into office, the stats do show. But that's not what Democrats care about, and it seems they just don't know. The fix is quite simple. If your brain is working at all, give the country a plan and put criminals in jail, set bail, and new GOP leaders we must install. Give the Democrats the keys and you'll continue to suffer. We all know the Republicans on crime are simply tougher. Bring crime to the criminals. It's all part of the plan. The Democrats are completely clueless. People are dying daily. We're in need of a ban. Keep them so far away from our government controlled by design. Can't take any more crime. And then keep saying, hey, everything is just fine. In Portland, the city is a complete mess. And the Portland Democratic governor is now under serious duress. But the people in Portland understand what happens every day. Criminals killing them all in each and every way. But why are the Democrats and their failed policies that they put into effect? They put American people in jeopardy. It's time to reject. When an appliance in your home is broken and it doesn't work, you throw it out and get something that does. Don't be a political jerk. The January 6th lynch mob was in town this week. And they issue a subpoena for Donald Trump. Wow, that was so sleek. Give me a person and my committee will find a crime. 
doesn't matter if he did it or not. We have to throw out reality. We have to make up a story for bedtime. Dem's out of touch with reality. It just doesn't matter. If the lights should come on and they find out what we're doing, the Dems will just scatter. So the theatrical production of the January 6th lynch mob can't keep up with the inflation, but they will try their best for a full snow job. When you have to hire a production company to show us the evidence, and then your production congressman present no other side of facts which would provide a defense. I don't believe you when you lie to my face. You will say anything to win an election race. So down the block at the courthouse, the DOJ is on trial with the Oath Keepers yesterday. Seems kind of funny that they have not even mentioned Donald Trump like the January 6th lynch mob in that way. But the DOJ, they will argue down the block in court that the Oath Keepers did the riot on their own without presidential support. Can they get the government act in one way or the other going in the same direction so that at least their argument will be consistent coming from Big Brother? The consumer price index is up again, and it has no chance of going down. As long as America keeps Biden in the White House, as long as we keep him around. Our GDP is predicted to be 1% in 23, as anemic as ever, as ever it could be. Now we're about to be in a major recession. The Biden administration doesn't even acknowledge the serious progression. They said it's transitory. Then 8.5 inflation is just zero. Ah, the old playbook. As Rome burned, he fiddled. That was Nero. Don't listen to your wallet or your own life experience, Dems claim. If you don't believe what we're telling you, then we'll just keep saying the Republicans are to blame. And now your 401k and your investments dwindle and your retirement seems further and further away. Think about who you elected. The Democrats that who you elected. They're responsible for this in every way. Biden, the latest, now blames this economy as it crashes down on Trump. It seems it's as credible as the claim they make about just a slight slump. In Philadelphia, crime is out of control. It seems like every day people are shot and the guilty just keep getting away. The global harmony in the global world is not the America that I see. It's crime out of control and an economy sinking from sea to shining sea. But try as they must to convince you otherwise. They want you to believe their rhetoric and talking points, and not your own eyes. For if you listen to them, you'd think the world was a different place. But it's only until November 8th and the election race. Then all heck will break loose. It won't matter then, because you've already gained the advantage. It's the message. They just lied again. Don't forget, let's touch on Saudi Arabia, almost as big as a debacle as Afghanistan. Just another clueless day for Biden, another foreign policy decision without a proper plan. Not only have they turned off our oil production in the USA, but Biden is threatening our ally Saudi Arabia, who could refuse to sell oil to America any day. This nutball in the White House has got to get it straight. For America, another stupid decision against our interest, and America will be over. It will be too late. The criminals are now thinning, the thin blue line as they say. It's what separates us from chaos, from our society every day. If you let criminals kill the cops and let them get away, then we will have nothing left 
the society will continue to decay. It's time to turn up the heat, and I'm not talking about climate that has changed. If we don't stop the cop killings, society will simply wind up being deranged. The big question is, does Joe Biden actually believe the words that come out of his mouth? When I listen to him, my face turns red and my jaw drops down south. So here we go again with rhyme time this week. We still have Biden's policies that are destroying America. Not a policy did he tweak. Thank you. Thank you very much. So, we are at the brink. And here's what's amazing to me. The President of the United States, or at least the figurehead of the President of the United States, because we really don't know who's running the country, Joe Biden said in an interview this week that we are on the brink of Armageddon. Let that sink in for a second. The brink of Armageddon. They CNN interviewed him last week. It was supposed to be for an hour. They wound up getting 15 minutes of pretty much incoherent statements off of cards that he was reading. It was... Let's just say it wasn't exactly a fastball game. It was more of a softball game with a whistle, with a wiffle ball bat and a wiffle ball. I mean, he still couldn't get it right. And it, it, it just, it rolled off his tongue as if, well, you know what? Hey, we're going to go to war with Russia or nuclear war. And I saw something the other day that was really kind of refreshing. I think AOC or Sandy Cortez or whoever she wants to call herself this week. She was going to a town hall that she was having in her district. I gotta tell you, that didn't go so well, folks. So what happened at the town hall? Well, her little district, who she never really sees, realized that she's not a progressive at all. She's exactly what they sent her to Washington to get rid of. She became the establishment Democrat, the war hawk. Now, it's an interesting turn, actually, if you think about it. The Democrats have become the in-favor-of-war party. They have become the party of war. That's different. Remember they used to claim the Republicans are the warmongers? Oh, my God, if you put a Republican in, we're going to be in 20 wars. They did it to Donald Trump. And by the way, in four years, nothing. Donald Trump had the world under control. He had Afghanistan under control. It was so safe and mellow. Everything calmed down. Because you know what? When you have a strong leader, when you have somebody who knows what they're doing in foreign policy, remember something. Donald Trump was never a politician. He was never a foreign politician. He was never a politician at all. He was a businessman, a real businessman. And what does that mean? When you're in business, you have to solve problems. You have to fix things. You have to understand what's going on, and you have to come up with solutions. Because unlike government, when you fail at business, you're done. You're finished. Your business is gone. With government, you can fail left, right, and center, and just come back to the people. Give us some more billions. Give us a couple more billions. We're at, I think, somewhere around $62 billion right now that we've pumped into Ukraine. For anyone to say that we're not at war... I don't know, $62 billion seems like a, a little bit more than I would uh, expect for a, a simple conflict. 
but hey, that's just me. You know, it just annoys the living bananas out of me. I'll just keep it clean for the show. It just annoys the living out of me because you can't say you're not in a war and there is no war when you send $62 billion worth of weapons to another country. I mean, listen, Vladimir Putin is not crazy, despite what everyone would like to think. He might be a little out of his mind, but he is out of his mind by design. It's kind of the way that Joe Biden's handling America. He's completely devolved from reality, and that's okay, because he's not really running the country. It's the Easter Bunny, I think, who drags him around, tells him what to do. But what I find interesting in this particular instance is how do you mesh that with that calm approach to reality? We are talking about Russia about to nuke Ukraine. And understand something about nuclear weapons when they're used. And, and for most of you, I don't know how many history busts, but in Japan, America is actually the only country to ever use nuclear weapons. And it didn't go so well for Japan. You know, we, at after the point, I think, at some point, we recognize that we probably saved millions of lives by killing, you know, millions of people, but it wasn't the smartest maneuver. But it was a maneuver that we had to make at the time. We're at a point where I think after that, people in the world recognize that yes, everybody has nuclear weapons and we're trying, everybody's trying to get nuclear weapons. And why do they want nuclear weapons? It's because it's the ultimate weapon right now that we have. And it basically, it basically puts a top on the cork or a cork in the bottle and puts things out. So I'm going to pick it up after these short messages. Stay tuned with us. On August 8th, 2022, in violation of the Fourth Amendment, the FBI performed a most egregious search of a former president's home. The Fourth Amendment of the U.S. Constitution provides that the right of the people to be secure in their persons, houses, papers, and effects against unreasonable searches and seizures shall not be violated and no warrants shall issue, but upon probable cause, supported by oath or affirmation, and particularly describing the place to be searched, and the persons or things to be seized. The Fourth Amendment originally enforced the notion that each man's home is his castle, secure from unreasonable searches and seizures of property by the government. We must take a stand, and take back our country. Start taking back our country from the liberal wokes, by voting locally for conservative Republicans. Stacey Abrams wants to be our next governor, but listen to what she had to say about Georgia. I am tired of hearing about being the best state in the country to do business when we are the worst state in the country to live. We are the worst state in the country to live. We are the worst state in the country to live. Abrams will destroy Georgia with her socialist policies. Vote for Brian Kemp. You're listening to America's Web Radio on the AmericasBroadcastNetwork.com. Thank you for listening. And we're back here, and here we are. We're back. Hey. <laughs> I thought for a second there the FBI got us again, but no. They're busy down the block trying to make a case. Um, right before the break, I know we were talking about um, some other stuff, but I just thought it just popped into my mind now. I just was thinking about this is... Down the block from the January 6th committee yesterday, 
they were arguing Durham was doing his trial against the um, the FBI mole, <laughs> the FBI informant. Depends on how you want to phrase it. But what was very interesting is the, the FBI is also down the block with the Oath Keepers. And at the Oath Keepers trial, they are not even mentioning Donald Trump as being the genesis of the entire January 6th, the invasion, oh my God, the Capitol. But what I thought what was very interesting is they were, they were kind of talking about some of the things that they were looking at. And what I noticed, which was quite, the, you know, they always say the silence is deafening. Well, here's my problem with what happened. They didn't even have as they didn't even have their, um, <laughs> you know, I'm trying as I'm thinking about it, I'm laughing about it. They didn't even have anything from Nancy Pelosi, who's in charge. She's literally in charge of the Capitol security. I was amazed that they could sit there with straight faces and they could never ask Nancy Pelosi. They didn't grab her emails. They didn't grab the head of the Capitol Police's emails, the communications back and forth. You want to find a committee to get to the truth. You don't come up with the conclusion and then go back and try to fit your facts into the conclusion. That's not the way you do it in any science, in any investigation, in any trial. You don't say, ladies and gentlemen of the jury, here's my conclusion. But now I'm going to look for the facts. I'll be right back. It's just ridiculous, you know. But they went through this whole machination. They wasted millions and millions of dollars. And Benny Thompson is up there. And Adam Kinziger. Ooh. And the defunct Liz Cheney Corporation. That's right. The defunct Liz Cheney. But I'm going to get back to the January 6th because I wanted to actually do that in the third and fourth block. But it was just kind of funny. It is, you know, they've gotten away at this point from trying to convince you of things that are real. They just keep telling you something that they don't care whether or not you understand whether it's real or not. They just keep telling you that. And eventually, maybe, maybe people will say, hey, maybe it's true because everybody says it. If you ever watch these mashups from the different stations, they use the exact same phrasing every single day for, let's say, for Tuesday. You know, it's an egregious conduct. Oh, everybody's, it's an egregious conduct. It's an egregious conduct. It's an egregious conduct. Everybody says the same thing. It's to the point where you say, wait a second, you guys reading from the same script? I think they really are. I think they faxed themselves these notes and they say, okay, great, this is the way we're going to do it. So what I was getting back to is the CNN interview with Biden. At one point, he kind of drops his notes, and the notes fall on the floor, and just dead silence from Joe Biden, as if, you know, someone had unplugged him. It was almost, you know, every time he appears in front of people, it's kind of, this is ridiculous, folks. You, you don't put a guy out like Fetterman even, you know. <laughs> I'll talk about Pennsylvania a little bit. That's another one of the winners. You know, why is it that America is always forced to choose from the bottom of the barrel? Can't we get from the top of the barrel, from the, the cream of the crop, instead of the, what's left over? It almost seems that they put these people out there purposefully so that we have to make bad choices. So then I was listening to also Janet Yellen. This is the transitory uh Janet Yellen, you know, 
if anybody needs to be put out the pasture and retired, she has zero credibility. She has zero smarts at this point. I think she makes Joe Biden look like the wizard. I mean, she's she's partially responsible for the disasters, okay? I can't take that all on her, but I will also give the majority of it to the Biden administration and his economic advisors. These people couldn't figure out if I gave them five cents how many pennies I would need. They couldn't figure that out, but yet they're running this country's economics. This is the, and you wonder why your wallet is empty and you wonder why your paycheck's going down, 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 and you wonder why you can't buy anything anymore. Guess why? You know, it's the genius in the Biden administration. They don't understand. They just don't understand things. And that's what's scary. You know, initially they told us talking to Putin is going to be a deterrent. You know, we're going to deter him. And then when that fell apart, like everything else they've done, that then claimed and turned around. That never was going to be a deterrent. You know, and they said that the border is secure. Okay. If the border is secure, why are there 2 million people pouring over the border? Why are there felons pouring over the border? Why are there convicted rapists pouring over the border? Why are there convicted murderers pouring over the border? It's, you know... If you want to tell me that it's raining outside and I'm seeing the sun burst in through my windows, you might have a chance of convincing me if you turn on the sprinkler and at least make it look wet outside. But if it's bright sunshine, not a drop of water on the ground, I'm probably not going to believe you that it's raining outside. So stop already. Stop. You know, I would have some respect for Biden if he came out and said tomorrow, I understand. Listen. We made some bad decisions here. We're going to change our policies. We're going to get American oil up and running, and we're going to get this economy back on track. I would respect him for admitting he screwed everything up. I would respect the man for coming clean. But when you sit there and tell me 8.2% inflation is zero, I don't believe you. And anyone who wants to vote for this idiot or one of his idiots, one of his minions, and I love the minions, but anyone who wants to vote for any of his minions is as dumb as he is. People, look around, look at what you're doing every day. When you go to the gas station, you fill up your car and they say, oh, it's gas. What's the big deal? You know, it is a big deal. If you got to shell out four or $5,000 more a year for a family, that is not nothing. That's a big deal. You know, I hear about the kitchen table issues. But we'll we'll get that out in a second. Let me just finish up my thoughts here with respect to the border. So now we have Mayorkas. Okay, he's still in charge. I, I, this is something I can't believe, that this guy still has a job. I mean, I would love to be in government, I think. That's going to be when I come back in my next life, I want to be in government. Because you can't get fired for being an idiot. You can't get fired for being wrong. It, it appears you just can't get fired. Yellen's still there. Mallorca's is still there. So now here's the deal. Biden, since his deal with Saudi Arabia went south, and listen, you can't piss off the crown prince, call him all kinds of names, call his country out of control, call his country a stain on, on the world, and then say, by the way, guys, can you give us a little bit more oil? Because I screwed up our oil back in America. Guess what? And the fact that they wanted to hold off 
until after the election. He, he literally begged the Saudis to hold off notifying about the production cut of the 2 million barrels a day until after the election. To me, that, folks, is slimy. That is slimy. That is something that somebody who is a dirtbag does. Okay? You don't do that. You know that this is coming. Be, be up front with the people. You know, he used to say, I'm going to be the most transparent. Whatever happened to the transparency that he claimed that he was going to be? He's about as transparent as an opaque window. He's, he's a wall, in fact. You can't even see what's going on. He doesn't even know what's going on. So what's the story here? What's the real story? So now I heard they're going to get the border under control. They're going to send back the Venezuelans. Back to Venezuela. Well, I can tell you this much, folks. This is a backroom deal happening right now. Venezuela agreed to take back the Venezuelans because Joe Biden promised them something. And him and Hunter are really good at promising things to people and getting in exchange a lot of dough. And I'm not talking bakery dough. But here's the question for you. What has the the border czar, and I hate to use that phrase, because the czar is a Russian phrase, but the border czar is Kamala Harris. Did everyone forget that? I understand she went to Texas last week. And she was in there. She go to the border? Does she even know where the border is? Nope. Nope. She has no idea where the border is. None whatsoever. I mean, if you're talking about a border czar, you gotta know where the border is, don't you think? You think it might be important for that? You know, we get to the point where we have to understand people, there are real things in this world. There are real things on the planet that happen. And we gotta stop we got to stop with this no nothing's happening here stuff it is happening it's real it is absolutely going on and the problem is that no one is acknowledging it and that's the problem i have that's the problem with everything that's going on here is they're lying to you and they're telling you it's fine everything's fine well guess what it's not fine and things are out of control well you got to admit camilla has a problem with south um, our southern border, uh, South Korea, she gets them very confused and, uh, she thinks north is south and south is north and, you know, even as a Girl Scout, if you face the sun, your right hand is facing south. Your left hand is facing north. If you're facing the sun, east. But, you have to know where the sun is or what the sun is to be able to figure all that out. Well, and, that's uh, very interesting. And I'll, I'll tell you why I think that's very interesting, because that might explain why they're confused about the economy. Because when we usually use the phrase, the economy is going south, she probably thinks that means north. You might be up to something here. Yeah, you, might well. have just, you might have just cracked the code. <laughs> you might have just cracked the code. Give that man a hand. I'm telling you, you cracked the code. If if she could even face North, that was it. <laughs> you know, I just, I can't believe that she's the border czar. And then I, I haven't heard one Democrat, and listen, it's election time, and people say everything they got to say, they say a whole bunch of stuff. But not one person has said, we need to seal the border, we need to build that wall. Not one, not one person. So, just keep letting two million in, and then here's another here's another fantasy that I heard. 
and I hope this isn't true. I mean, I haven't been able to verify it yet. I understand that the police in Martha's Vineyard, when those migrants were sent up and communicated expediently out of the vineyard, as, as almost an emergency evacuation came in, they had the National Guard and the military get in there, get them out. So it was an invasion in Martha's Vineyard. But now, listen to this. This is very interesting. Now, the police there are going to consider them to be victims of crime. And that makes them eligible for special visas to stay here. Now, does anyone else think that this is outrageous? And does anyone else think that this is two-faced? And not, I don't even want to say hypocrisy. It's just sleight of hand stupid. How could you possibly turn around and take people who are invading America at two million a year or more because now the estimates are close to a million in getaways? What's a gotaway or a getaway? People who just didn't want to be found. So they left and they walked across just like Jean-Pierre Karine Flopsy Mopsy says, people just don't walk across. Look at the video. This is the same thing I'm saying. They do the same thing on every issue. Don't believe your your eyes, your lion eyes. Believe what we tell you. People just don't walk across. They do walk across. I've seen it. I saw it this morning again. They just are walking across the Rio Grande. But when you don't admit the problem, it's the same problem in the economy. If they're not going to admit there's a problem, then they will never find a solution. Because you're not admitting that there's a problem that exists. It's incredible that they can sit there. And yet, what even amazes me further is that they are now just putting that out there. And the media picks it up, eats it up. And like the lapdogs that they are, they just regurgitate it back to the people. And most of the people who watch these little idiot shows from MSNBC, The View, that's the, oh man. That should be called the homely show. But the view is, there is no view. It's the view from nowhere. They don't have a view. That's the problem. Their windows are all blacked out because they got their heads in the sand. They don't call it the, you know, I won't say that. But, you know, let's just suffice it to say that they're clueless. They make Biden look like he's on top of things. And that, my my folks out there, is ridiculous. You know, this is an administration of organized morons. And no matter how much they spin it, they must be dizzy already from spinning everything. It's, it's an administration that can't get out of its own way. They continue to just bind themselves back to the same stupid policies. But you know, what's interesting is when you're in a, when you're in a boat and you see rocks and you see shallow water, you make a course change. You don't continue forward into the rocks. It's just not smart. But yet this is exactly what they're doing with America. They're taking us straight into the rocks, and the whole time they're singing. They think it's great. This is going to be beautiful. Ah, there's no rocks there. It's a mirage. You're just imagining things. You're overstating things. And then he said the other day that Trump was responsible for this economy. No. I, I just couldn't believe that those words came out of his mouth. Because if you remember, the genius in charge was claiming it's his economy now. When the economy, when the gas prices were going skyrocketing high, 
And it looked like almost the economy was going to come out of COVID okay until he started with his policies. If he would have left everything the same, and I've said it before, if you see success and you're handed success, don't change a thing. Any CEO in America will tell you that. If they get a company that is successful, you don't make changes. You ride the success wave. But they didn't get that. They they didn't get that. And then this week, they uncovered some more lying from this administration. I know it's shocking, isn't it? Mayorkas as the liar-in-chief. He basically had an email from the guy who took the picture early on. Prior to his stupid, lying press conference that he came out and said that he's going to hold these agents, these border agents responsible, and there's going to be held to pay. Well, guess what? He knew beforehand that nobody whipped anybody. The photographer who took the pictures emailed the idiot and said, nobody whipped the migrants. That's the way they were doing the reins. That's the way you make directions with a horse. That's how the horses are trained. Okay, But no, but no, that went. And they're still holding them out on some kind of ridiculous charge. They're still going to make these guys into something that they never were. You know, further degrading law enforcement. Brilliant idea in the current situation. You know, he went before Congress, and he knew this, and he lied to Congress. So what are we doing about it? Where's our our Mayorkas committee? There is none. Why? Because he's got a D next to his name. He's a Democrat. He's a Democrat, and that's why. Because there is no justice in the D column. Because it's not... It's not a get out of jail card. It's an, we're not going to prosecute you card. It doesn't even get to the jail factor. You know, and it's just, it's the same with everything they've done. You know, how do you take a great relationship with Saudi Arabia and turn it into a mess? I mean, are, are we going to be happy when we're paying $10 a gallon? Uh, is then Biden going to say, you know what? Maybe we should open up American oil and gas. Hmm. You know, he's just burying this country. So some more good news. So he he threatened Saudi Arabia with stopping to sell weapons there. There you go. Negotiate with Iran. Give them a couple billion dollars and don't give the Saudis weapons to defend the Middle East. Good idea. So where are we moving when the earth is burning from the nuclear attacks? Yeah, we have don't nowhere. That's the problem. So September, 8.2% consumer price index. CPI, year over year. Way to go, Joe. Yeah. Um, in Joe language, that would be zero. 8.2 is equal zero again. I guess if 8.5 is zero, 8.2 is certainly zero. So that must be improving, you know. It, it's just stop lying to me. Be the man that you're supposed to be. Miss the kitchen table. I don't even think you know where the kitchen is. If you're talking to me, kitchen table issues. Food is up 17 to 18% on most items. Eggs up 40% year over year, 30%. I mean, what are we doing here? I mean, at what point do we say, okay, I've had enough. I, I can't lie anymore. But yet this just keeps on going. They just keep on going further and further away. You know, here we got, let's see. Oh, let's see. Uh, poultry, 70.2%. Bread, 14.7%. Ice cream. Oh, my God. Nancy Pelosi must be dying here. 13.6%. Energy, a whopping 18%. Gasoline, 18.2%. So 
So when you tell me, when you stand in front of the American public and you say to me, hey, guess what? Uh, the gasoline prices are going down. They're not going down. They're not going down at all, folks. They've gone up. They went from $2 a gallon to $4 a gallon. Now, in new math under our current education system, I don't know if they're telling you that 2 is greater than 4. That might explain Joe Biden and his policies. But I'm pretty sure on the real math, that ain't happening. So we also had <laughs> Jamie Dimon, CEO of J.P. Morgan, was speaking this week. And gosh, a, a breath of fresh air for a few minutes. It was incredible. And he says, we're going to be in a serious recession in the next six months, despite the fact that Biden doesn't think that inflation is here, despite the fact that Biden doesn't understand inflation, Despite the fact that he doesn't even understand what a recession is, we're going to be in it. And we all remember what that was like, right? Yeah, we all do. But when you have an administration that doesn't admit something, they can't see it. And that's the problem. You don't have a solution to a problem you'll never recognize and you won't admit. So now, (laughs) this is great. So now the Dems are running around claiming that crime is up because of the Republicans. Well, here's the problem. 50 largest cities in the United States, 34 Democrat-led, 16% crime rate increase. Bam. 14 GOP-led cities, 9% increase. Not exactly something to write home about, but you know what? They have Democratic legislatures. And violence in the New York City subways hits 25-year high. Yes, come back to the city. Enjoy the city. You won't be able to enjoy the city. You'll be dead. The city is like a war zone. Here's, here's the, the, let me just point out a little bit of reality here, because we're a bite of reality in any event. This is a symptom of a larger problem. There's no longer any respect for law enforcement in this country. Do you know that since Monday, 12 police officers have been shot? This is just this week. When you take away that thin blue line that protects our society from the critters that want to destroy society and destroy roughly pretty much everything in their path, okay, you destroy the rest of the world. You cannot have a society when society is not safe. But I bring, you know, directly, I blame people like AOC, the imbeciles like Presley, like Omar Ilhan. The squad, remember those guys? Defund the police, everybody yelling defund the police on the Democratic side. Unfortunately, there's blood all over their hands. This is their doing. This is the blood of progressive liberals who you gave the keys to, America. You gave them the keys to your country, and you said, here, let's see what kind of social experiments you can come up with. And guess what? Oh, they've come up with some great social experiments, have they? How's Philadelphia doing? Seen any shootings lately? How about Chicago? Chicago, bang, bang, boom, boom. Kim Fox just had, I think, 250 of her DAs leave the office. 250 DAs left her office because her policies are insane for Chicago. And I talked about it last week. You got companies like Tyson leaving. They're jumping ship. You can't have people work for your company if they're dead. Yeah, that's a bottom line thing. If you're dead, you cannot work for a company. 
You know, it's the Biden Looney Tune train. And no disrespect to Looney Tunes. But you see, you can't have the same kind of stuff. You have Alvin Bragg. You have Gascon. You have people like this who don't care what is happening in their social experiment. They're going to cure the world's ailments by letting all the criminals out. Well, you know what? Drive by an economically impoverished neighborhood and you tell me where the jails are. You know where the jails are? Everybody's house. And what do I mean by that? You ever drive by a neighborhood that's not a great neighborhood? And guess what you see all over their windows and their doors? Bars. Why are people outside of jails putting bars on their houses? Did anyone ever think that this doesn't seem right to them? Does this not seem appropriate? I got to make myself a jail to live in because you want to let all the criminals out of jail. What part of this is not making sense to everybody? You know, they have these people that, and, and they put them up there and they put them in front of people and they say, this is great. Look, we're looking at crime. We're looking at Alvin Bragg in the city. He's destroyed the city. And here's the biggest problem I have. You know, in New York, listen, we're a deep blue state. We're a dumbass state. We tax the people till you're dead. And now we let all the criminals out so you'll be dead faster. It'll save time. You know, people are fleeing the city like it's on fire. And literally, from the crime standpoint, it is on fire. And that's a real problem in this country. This is the 600-pound gorilla or the 800-pound elephant in the room. But nobody wants to talk about it. You have in New York, you have Lee Zeldin versus Kathy Hochul, who inherited, who inherited the governorship from our Andrew Cuomo. Remember him, our hands-on governor? Yes, Mr. Couldn't Keep His Hands Off of Everyone. You know what? Right now, I'd be taking Andrew Cuomo, because Kathy Hochul makes him look like a superstar. But how is Lee Zeldin 10 points behind in New York from a governor who has let crime out of control? Two weeks ago, a guy's visiting his son at college in upstate New York and gets shot in the lobby of his hotel by a career criminal. Once again, a career criminal who was let out of jail. You have these no-bail policies, which are just simply insane. Listen, they keep saying, it's economically deprived. You know, you're taking economic, they can't get out of jail because they're economically and socially distant. They don't have enough money to get out of jail. Who told you to go commit the crime? Who told you to commit the crime? You, you make it seem like we put you in jail because we wanted to see if you could bail yourself out. You know, talk about twisting the facts. Holy moly. You know, it, it makes me so angry when they say they're economically disadvantaged, so we got to let them out. No cash bail. Okay. But no one told them to go commit the crime. It's not like they're saying, okay, if you're impoverished, you're going to get a free subway ride. No problem. Okay, I don't have much of a problem with that. You know what? But to let criminals out of jail and put them back on the streets before the police are even done with the paperwork, how do you think that makes a cop feel? Cops are under enough stress right now. And I got to tell you, anybody who wants to be a cop right now, they're, they're a hero, man. Give them a cape. Give them a cape because they are heroes. Because under this administration, being a cop or being an oil producer in America are some seriously, really affected people. They are people who just, they either love the job or they're crazy. One of the two. You know, but like I said, if you're going to tell me the gas prices are down, at least do it with a straight face. 
down from where we put them way up high. Give it the straight, you know, give me the straight scoop. They had an interview with Jared Bernstein this week. Presidents, and I, and I use this phrase wisely, the White House Council Advisor on Economics. Mm-hmm. I think my dog understands more about economics than he does. So he should go back to school, quite frankly. He's just, it was pretty amazing because He's the White House Council of Economic Advisors. I mean, this is completely detached from, again, reality. This seems like the whole administration doesn't have a concept of what's going on inside the country. From there's no inflation to the gas prices are good, they're great, and it'll help us. And then you have the other idiot, Granholm, who says this will help speed the transition from green energy. It's like saying, okay, Give me all your money, and when we get to the other side of that counter, I'm going to give you some different money. Okay? That sounds great, doesn't it? You're going to give me better money. from If I give you all my money on this side, uh, by the time I get over there, the problem is you don't have anything better. You don't have it yet. Listen, unicorns and fairy dust you cannot run your car on. It doesn't work. So, you know, it just, it's just, it's a, you know, listen, folks. It's a dumpster fire, this economy, and they can call it a heater anytime they want, but it's still a dumpster fire. So whatever garbage is spewing out of the White House is just garbage, and take it for that. All right, we're going to pick it up right after this, and I'm going to talk about uh, my other favorite, the supply chain. Stand by. Start taking back our country from the liberal wokes by voting locally for conservative Republicans. Ladies and gentlemen, boys and girls of all ages, join me, Roger B., every Tuesday at 1400 hours right here on America's Web Radio for the Locked and Loaded Show. We will talk about guns, weapons, ammo, gun accessories, prepping, and so much more. So be sure to join us every Tuesday at 1400 or 2 p.m. for Locked and Loaded on America's Web Radio. Stacey Abrams says yes to defund the police as crime is on the rise in Georgia. This November, say no to Stacey Abrams and cast your vote for Brian Kemp. You're listening to America's Web Radio on the AmericasBroadcastNetwork.com. Thank you for listening. And we're back. You're listening to Bite of Reality with Mark the Shark. So right before the break, we were going to pick it up. We're (laughs) going to talk about the supply chain. Let me explain to you what's going on with the supply chain right here. I'll make it real quick because we're coming towards the end. Our last section of the show. Oh, my goodness. Time flies when you're having a ball. But they're talking about the supply chain is getting much better. It's almost fixed. I'll tell you why the supply chain is getting fixed. Really? Have you gone to buy anything lately? Let's talk about, first of all, that's that same kind of separate. It's like the mirror of reality. The supply chain's getting better. Why? Well, there's nothing on the shelf anymore, so there's nothing to put on supply. But here. Let me back it up a second. Amazon, which represents about 60% of the online buying power in America, okay, last year had a bang-up, bang-up. They had their, you know, primetime specials on October 11th. And this year they ran it again on October 11th. They had it. And it was a bust. It was dismal. And why was it dismal? Well, reality check. Because people are living less than paycheck to paycheck now. They're eating through their savings. They're defraying everything that they used to do beforehand. They're defraying buying things. They're defraying buying new products. 
they're defraying buying things at the supermarket because everything's costing them 20, 30% more. But these idiots in charge don't understand that. But instead, we're playing games with the January 6th committee. Nobody cares about January 6th anymore. Can you idiots get it through your thick skulls? No one gives a darn. Okay? Don't focus on stupid things like January 6th. Nobody cares. You know what they care about? When they go to the gas pump, when they go to your supermarket, when you go to anywhere, you go to Walmart and try to buy something, guess what? They're out of stock on a lot of things. So why don't you tell me why that supply chain's working real well? I'll tell you what else is happening. The supply chain's getting better because people are not buying anything. Duh. It's just, it's, it's amazing how, like I said earlier on, they should be dizzy by the way they keep spinning things that's coming out of the White House. You know, everybody loves the fantasy football league. Okay. But I don't want a fantasy White House. Okay. They live in la la land. They don't have a connection with what's going on in this country. And when you don't have a connection, what goes on in this country, you're not going to be able to solve the problems. It's just ridiculous. And but they don't see it. Mophead's answer is we inherited it. Yeah. They inherited a great economy. It was booming along. In fact, if you look at the numbers, it was an 18, 19% expansion. And now we're down to an anemic 1%. It's ridiculous. How can he, and, and this is part of the other problem is he continually says something that's a lie. And let, yet the media, where are all those fact checkers? Where's, if, if Donald Trump said it happened at about 1 p.m. and it actually happened at 1 p.m. in five seconds, they would be all over the media censoring people that said it came out at 1 p.m. It is, and now, oh, this is another thing that I just heard, which I can't even begin to believe. Now they want to investigate Elon Musk. The federal, the DOJ is apparently opening up an investigation on Elon Musk. Gee, I wonder why they're doing that. Because now they figure he's going to buy Twitter, and now they got to put the brakes on that. they got to stop the buy. Why? Because he's going to make free speech open again. He's going to make free speech what it should be, which is a, a melting pot of opinions. Not censorship, but they're doing it again. They're still doing it. They're still doing it left, right, and center. You know, like I said, Joe Biden, the kitchen table issues. This is, this is ridiculous. This guy doesn't even know where the kitchen is. You know, the, the fact that really worries me is that the Democratic leadership can get in front of American people and lie through their teeth without even grinning. This is concerning to me, where it's so easy for them to lie to us every single day that they have no guilt whatsoever, that no one ever says, well, I'm not, I'll tell you, honestly, and, and I missed this point earlier on, but Tulsi Gabbard, Tulsi Gabbard jumped off the ship. She said, it's sinking. She, I give her a lot of credit. I tell you, she is the, the epitome of the other end of what a Liz Cheney is. Liz Cheney is a turncoat. She is a traitor to this country and to the Republican Party. My opinion. I am glad they threw her out in a primary because at least those people had the sense that she never had. She lived on her father's name. That's how she lived. But here we have, she turned around Tulsi Gabbard and said, I've had enough. And she made it clear that she didn't leave the Democratic Party. The Democratic Party left her. Everything that the Democratic Party used to stand for, the working America, 
making America better for its people. It's gone. They, they've switched hats. The Republicans are now the party who are going to make your lives better. And they're sitting there and they're saying, my goodness, this is so clear to me every single day that this is outrageous. And she left. She said goodbye. And she made a statement. You know, I just wanted to point out here that I'm looking at the updated statistics off of the crime stats from the government. And 128 officers, police officers, were shot this year. 26 officers killed by gunfire. 35 officers shot in 27 ambush attacks. Okay, this is as of January 1, 2021 through May 31st, 2021, the updated numbers from the FOP. Okay, you know what that tells me? That tells me that we are in trouble as a society. This society is breaking down. And when we spend time, energy, and effort on things like January 6th committee, and no matter how much they spin the facts, and incidentally, as a trial attorney, I can tell you one thing. If I have a star witness, I'm not going to call him at the end of the trial. I'm going to make sure that he's the first guy in there so that I can find out what actually happened. If you think that Trump was responsible for this in any way, I would be there with him as my first witness. Now, interestingly enough, they now issued a subpoena unanimously. There's a, there's a, uh, there's a real surprise. Well, how many Republicans were appointed by the Republicans? Oh wait, that's right, none. Cause they wouldn't let them on the committee. They wanted to choose their own Republicans, like Kinziger and Turncoat Cheney. So they got what they wanted. They found the crime, and now all they needed was a person. So here's the interesting part of this. Reality check again. Because, again, this entire administration and the rest of its cronies are completely detached from reality. Donald Trump will never testify before this committee. This was nothing but a theatrical appearance. This was a theatrical production. They hired a retired production assistant from ABC, the CEO over there of production, so that they could make it look nice and smooth and take bits and pieces of everything and put it out there like it was a congruent kind of scenario. Well, the reality is they cut, they chopped, and they took pieces of things out of context, everything. And there was never an opposing view. Isn't that amazing in a trial? A fact-finding committee? Well, but they're only interested in one fact. Donald Trump did it. Now let's see if we can find facts to prove that. We don't have to prove the facts of the truth. We just have to show something. So you had Nancy Pelosi wanted to punch him in the face. She literally said she'd want to punch him in the face. That's really grown up. That's really graceful, Nancy. You know, after being in government for so long, I, I don't know, maybe it rots your brain. Maybe it's like candy and teeth. I don't know what the story is there, but it seems that everyone who goes to Washington loses the concept of a brain. And their mouth just keeps moving, but their brain went to sleep. And you have people like Nancy Pelosi, Chuck Schumer. You know, I used to respect Mr. Schumer as well. Now, I wouldn't trust him with my dog's bones because he'd probably take that and tax it and then give it away to somebody. But the bottom line in this country is next week we're going to get into a little bit more towards the election now that we're getting there. People will pay attention. I'm not much of a political hack here, but I can tell you this much. I'm going to give it to you straight, and I'm going to let you know. You know, Herschel Walker has a debate tonight with Warnock. Not exactly the best two candidates. You know, Herschel Walker did. Listen, they made an allegation against Russia for four years, so I'm not surprised that they tried to do it to Herschel Walker. And quite frankly, do I believe it? 
Probably not. Has anyone come forward with any information, anything, you know, proving so he gave money to somebody? The guy's given away millions and millions of dollars to everything. He supports his community that he came from. That's the kind of person you probably want in office because he's given back. But Warnock, on the other hand, he was a physical abuser to his wife. He ran over her foot. He got in the middle of a, a uh, sexual abuse investigation. And, I mean, what more do you have to say about these guys? And let's ask, what did Warnock do since he's been in office? Zippity-doo-dah, zippity-yay. So you got that, you got that going. You know, but next week I think it's going to be political. We're going to do the political dance. And I'm going to try to get into like some of the Fetterman, you know, he has so many problems besides his Looney Tune policies and his outrageous policies on crime and the fact that he's lied about his record more than Joe Biden has. You know, Donald Trump is a liar. Joe Biden's a storyteller. Notice the, the nuance there. It's as if, again, once again, the media picks up, the lapdog media picks it up and runs with whatever they're told to do. And that's not the job of the media. The job of the media is what we do. We give you the facts. We tell you what we think you should be looking at. And then you make your own decisions. I want you to be a decisive American, come up with some great stuff. Well, we're at the end of the program right here. So we're going to say goodbye from Bite of Reality with Mark the Shark. And thanks for listening. Have a great The views, opinions, and content of the show hosts and their guests appearing on America's Web Radio are their own and do not necessarily reflect those of the station. You're listening to America's Web Radio on the AmericasBroadcastNetwork.com. Thank you for listening.